Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. WQAD Podcast Network. The Cities with Jim Mertens, a production of WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region, a podcast in partnership with WQAD. What's going on in the Quad Cities? Activities, events, fun, politics, sports, local issues and opinions. And now, your host, Jim Mertens. I'm Jim Mertens, and this is The Cities. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention now says anyone 12 and older can and should get a COVID-19 vaccination. It really is another milestone on the 15-month march we've seen through the start, the worst, and now the easing of the COVID pandemic. But... Parents rightly have some concerns. The FDA says its tests on children found no adverse effects. And the Scott County Health Department's medical director, Dr. Lewis Katz, says he simply wants to see children immunized yesterday. So we talked with the Rock Island County Health Department's Janet Hill about the effort now to get children their shot. This is a big step to allow 12-year-olds and everyone older now to get the Pfizer vaccine. Yes, it is. We're so excited about being able to do 12 year olds. Uh, we need to get as many people as possible vaccinated so we can get close to having herd immunity and just getting this group. These kids have had a particularly tough time. I mean, just think about being a young teenager and your life revolves around your friends in school and that's been taken away from them for the last 14 months. So we're really, really happy to be able to give this back to them. I have heard from parents, you know, a lot of people waited as far as the adults are concerned. I'm going to let other people go first. I'm going to wait a while before deciding getting the vaccine. You're hearing that even more with parents who are more worried about their children. Let's wait and see. Well, the studies have been really successful. You know, more than a thousand kids were vaccinated. Not a single one had a serious side effect and not a single one got COVID. And that's really clear to me that um, that this vaccine is shown to be effective in everyone 12 and older. Has it shown to be equally effective for adults? I mean, we've talked about some adults that have gotten sick from some of the vaccines, but millions of doses have been administered. That's right. There's been a handful of breakthrough cases where people have gotten sick after getting vaccinated, but that is to be expected. The, the vaccines are not 100% effective. They are 90 to 95% effective. And so that means that some people may just be the unlucky ones who still get a, a, a case of COVID. That seems to be a lesser case. They may not be suffering as much after vaccination. Some parents might say, look, kids might get COVID, but they don't get that sick from it. Why should they get the vaccine? So it, uh, getting the vaccine um, protects you, but it also protects your family and your community. So the kids may not get as sick, but they could possibly get someone else who is not vaccinated sick. And sometimes the kids do get, it's rare, but they get a, a could get a serious um, condition called multi-inflammatory symptom or syndrome, and that is really dangerous. So it, if we can get these kids vaccinated, it protects them and it protects their family and it protects their community. 
On the end, other end of the scale, you do have uh, seniors, and more than 70% of seniors in Rock Island County, I believe was the last statistic, have already been uh, mm -hmm. administered all the doses and are fully vaccinated. Um, is your job done there? I think we have another 30% we'd like to get vaccinated. And, you know, the closer we get to getting everyone vaccinated, the safer all of us are. And we've have seen consistently through the pandemic that our older residents are the ones who get very sick and the ones who are more likely to die. But the 70% is a pretty good number, right? That is a really good number. We're very happy about that. I'd sure like to see it 10 to 15% higher though. What about all adults? I mean, from 18 over to the best of my knowledge, you're still a little under 50% right now. That's right. Um, and, you know, the, the CDC has said that they don't believe that we're going to reach herd immunity. I think that we should still try. I mean, the, we can make the Quad Cities a safer area than maybe perhaps it is nationally, but that's going to take everyone to do their part and get this vaccine that has been shown to be highly effective and very safe. We have seen this week where the government perhaps surprising a number of people changing its mask mandates, really easing on the COVID restrictions. Is that something local health departments are applauding? No, I can say that, you know, the, the scientific message is clear. If you're vaccinated, you can safely do so much more. And if you are vaccinated, fully vaccinated, what that means is uh, two doses, if it's a two dose series and two weeks after that, or if it's the one dose vaccine, two weeks after that one dose, then you can do more things. Um, you don't necessarily have to wear a mask in, in uh, private or public. And, you know, to be absolutely safe because you don't know that who are who is around you who is vaccinated you know you can choose to continue to wear a mask as you know scott county uh, health department's medical director dr lewis katz was uh, saying that one of the other big developments from this past week was the federal government saying that children can get not only the COVID vaccine but the other vaccines that they need at the same time how big a deal is that that is a really big deal for us. Um, throughout the pandemic, we've been seeing uh, children's vaccination rates fall um, for just routine vaccinations. And that's a little bit scary to us because, you know, we need to avoid outbreaks of the other vaccine preventable diseases. And parents should keep up with those well child visits. So we urge them to make their appointments to get not only their, their COVID vaccine, but to make sure that they're updated up to date on all their other ones too. The other thing that uh, Dr. Katz was pointing out is that uh, there's a lot of question about children younger than 12 getting the COVID vaccine and that tests are continuing in a number of locations. And he was anticipating some kind of announcement either late summer or early fall. That would be wonderful. Uh, I know that the studies are going down to children as young as six months at this point. And the vaccine has been proven to be effective for 12 and older, and I have every hope that it'll be good for kids who are younger than that. I mean, to get to reach that herd immunity or close to that herd immunity, we need to have kids vaccinated. And, and like I said, it's not just about the child getting sick, who may get a more mild case, but what if that child is sick and is around another child who has not been vaccinated and that child gets that MIS that I talked about or a grandparent who hasn't had a chance to get vaccinated. You know, just going back to taking care of your community and that's what this mass vaccination effort really is. It's about taking care of your community. 
Well, and I was going to say there is, I mean, we've talked about uh, people who are not believers in vaccinations, and there is going to be a certain level of the population that's not going to get vaccinated. Children won't get vaccinated. I mean, it, unless you've got a scarlet letter or a tattoo on your forehead, we really won't know who's vaccinated and who's not. I mean, when you talk about herd immunity, you're coming up with statistics, but you can't really tell in public if those seven people and those three have and have not. That's right. And I, that's why we just are urging people if they feel that they feel safer to wear a mask that they continue to do that. If they need to social distance for their own mental health, continue to do that. You know, we we are not going to make people get vaccinated. We are just relying on their on the honor system and their good intentions to take care of their community. We heard from Dr. Candula, a pediatrician earlier this week, talking about the mental health of children that uh, she has talked, you know, obviously she see kids day in and day out and and she is concerned that there has been a growing mental health issue for our children, mostly due to isolation, but also the fact that they're not really around their friends and the normalcy that that provides. And that, that's one of the most exciting things about this announcement is, you know, two weeks after being fully vaccinated, kids can go back to having sleepovers. They can play on sports teams without worry. They can go on a family vacation. They can hang out with their friends. Um, and I know these kids have been suffering, you know, throughout this. And, you know, hanging out with your friends on FaceTime is not the same as hanging out with your friends in your living room. And the, getting vaccinated will bring that opportunity back to all of our kids who really need that boost for their mental health. We're seeing vaccinations now being distributed among uh, some doctor's offices. I, I, I believe that's being allowed in Illinois. Uh, in, in the coming weeks, we, we know that uh, dr uh, drugstores like uh, CVS and and uh, and places like Walmart and Walgreens are offering them. How long will the Camden Center actually be in operation? It'll be through the end of May. Uh, the state has um, is making a switch from these mass vaccination sites to more targeted approaches. The pharmacies will still get it, get the plenty of vaccine, and there are many appointments available. Some of them are even offering walk-in. You know, our healthcare partners are starting to get it into the physician's office. You know, we're we're hoping that if people might be a little bit hesitant to go to a, a more public site, that they may have that conversation with their physician and be you know, convinced that the vaccine is a good option for them and they can do that in the privacy of their physician's offices. So, you know, while the large vaccination sites may not be as prevalent, the vaccine is still widely available. Because we are seeing more vaccination clinics even in, in churches or small community centers. Mm -hmm. Are you thinking, I hate to say this, but is Rock Island County thinking of actually making it almost like when you're talking about mobile vaccination clinic, almost like a food truck driving around that's, that's making the shots available to people? No, we have been doing a couple of pop-up clinics and very targeted approaches. Um, we are going to offer vaccination here at the health department um, one or two times a week. Watch for more information on that. You know, we've gone to a couple of churches. Uh, we're going to go to um, St. Mary's in uh, the Floresiente neighborhood in Moline coming up here next week. You know, there are ample opportunities for people, and we're trying to, trying to bring it to places where people are most comfortable in getting it. You know, a lot of our communities of color, there are is a lot of vaccine hesitancy. So we believe if we can bring it to those communities where they go every single week or every single day and are very comfortable, that they may be more comfortable in getting the vaccine. 
so, you know, so, so far we've done um, Mount Zion Church in East Moline. We did Second Baptist in Rock Island, and then we have St. Mary's in Moline coming up. Because you really are now targeting, as you said, people of color and people who uh, are, are, are hesitant for more than just the fear of the vaccine, but are hesitant just to go to public places. That's right. I mean, the, the Camden Center, for example, uh, you know, we do a lot of social distancing, masks are required, and they still will be required going forward. This is a healthcare facility, um, and the people by the very nature of the site are not vaccinated when they come there. So, uh, you know, we just need to make it as easy as possible. And by having our healthcare partners and our pharmacy partners also pitching in to help. This is not just a public health effort. This is an entire public health and healthcare community effort to get our community as safe as possible. It has been 15, 15 months, that is, of COVID. Um, and, and I think health department, you guys have lived and breathed <laughs> and slept all regarding COVID-19. And I know you know that there's light at the end of the tunnel and that somehow this will be in the rearview mirror. Is that something you're thinking about now? Or do you think, wow, we still have so much more work to do? You know, it's we're getting to the point where we can start to think about, you know, taking some days off. People here at the health department are scheduling some summer vacations and, you know, making sure that they have some time for themselves. It has been a long 14, 15 months for us. And, you know, your health departments have been working, you know, six and seven days a week. And as have many of our health care partners, they're working long shifts. You know, think back to, you know, during those surges where the nurses and physicians and medical assistants and see DNAs. I mean, they were, you know, very much working beyond capacity. And, you know, we need to get people vaccinated so we don't ever go back to a situation like that. I remember talking to Dr. Katz, the infectious disease specialist in the Quad Cities, uh, I, I think as early as late April of last year. And he's talking about, you know, how bad it could get. And I'm sitting there thinking, yeah, it'll probably get bad around Memorial Day and then get better during the summer. And it's not going to be that big of a deal. Were you surprised at the scope of this pandemic as well and, and, and how society adapted or, or even pushed back against it? I mean, because there will be future pandemics. There will be, you know, future health emergencies. You now can write a book on how to handle them. You know, at, at the end of last May, I remember putting out a media release where we had zero cases. And that was like, oh, we, we can take a breath now. And then cases started inching up a little bit after Memorial Day and then a little bit after 4th of July. And then by the late summer, early fall, um, we were just at a level that we probably could not have predicted. I mean, the fact that we have more than 14,000 cases in Rock Island County and Scott County has more than 20,000. I mean, that is a very significant proportion of our population. And while thankfully, you know, we have a little more than 500 deaths, five to 600 deaths in the Quad Cities, that doesn't take into account just the amount of suffering that people went through, the amount of healthcare resources that were burned through, uh, you know, People want to just get on with life, but you know the, the pandemic is not completely over yet. There is a light, but to get there, we need to get people vaccinated. Janet Hill, Chief Operating Officer for the Rock Island County Health Department. Thanks for listening to The Cities with Jim Mertens. And watch The Cities Thursday nights at 7, Sunday afternoon at 4, and Monday night at 6 on WQPT, PBS for the Quad Cities region. WQAD Podcast Network.